of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. So here we go. You better buckle up, Buttercup. And a whole new attitude to your afternoon. I want to know what's going on, and I want to know right now. You know, two dudes talking sports. And you two will be awesome. Live from News Talk 1480 WHBC. It's a household name. Who the hell are you? It's the Kenny and JT Show. Have a great show. Man, I forgot to plug my headphones in. It was almost like Billy Beebe was working the board again. 30 degrees <laughs> at the corner of 6th and Market. Where else would you rather be than right here, right now? And welcome into the Friday edition of the yes. Kenny and JT Show. What's up? Let's go. I'm getting an echo again today. So, oh, no, so no, Brian, help me out with the echo. That's two days in a yeah. row. There we go. Now we're ready. Hey, it's a victory Friday what? for me today. Hit it, Brian. Hit it. <laughs> yeah, I'm celebrating today. Oh, man. I'm up in a good mood. Thanks, Eddie. Oh, thank you, Eddie. Eddie's celebrating with me up there in heaven. Thanks for looking down on me, Eddie. I'm a celebratory Kenny Rhoda today. First time since the official uh, launch of gambling in the state of Ohio and on all the apps that I have taken free money on that I have won a parlay. My first ever victory uh, in winning a four-leg parlay. That's, uh, that, that's a big day for me, man. That's, that's outstanding. huge for me. Good for big you. Big time day for me, man. And I told you the parlay on the air yesterday, right? And I needed some help from the Cavaliers going up against the Houston Rockets last night. And my four-leg parlay was this. I had four legs. I needed Darius Garland to make three three-pointers or more last night. Hit it, Brian. Oh, he posted it. So Garland with five three-pointers, a winner last night. Pow! There, I did it for you. Uh, Garland, nine assists. I needed eight and a half last night. Oh, he said, look oh, out, pal. <laughs> <laughs> I needed Jared Allen to get 10 rebounds. Nine and a half was the mark. Pow, wait for out, it. Pow. Wait, wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> and I needed the Cavs to win on the money line. Pow, look out, pal. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so That is classic. Why, why does it look out? I'm sorry, America. That is so good. Fantastic. So, five (laughs) dollar parlay bet last night paid me thirty five bucks, man. I was good. Forty dollars. That that was my four leg parlay. It's so hard to do, man. I appreciate the fact that you got one in right there. And my question is this: When can you cash that out? When does it become really? when can you put it in your checking account or when right, can you have right. the cash in hand? How does that uh, work? I don't know because I've never won anything before. Right. So I don't know when I can. Seriously, I, I laugh at it. But, uh, again, I'm betting with their money. So, 
the five dollars that I bet, I don't mm-hmm. get back because it was their money, right? Right. The thirty-five Fine. that I want, I get to keep. So I would think I'm able to take at least thirty-five out now if I wanted to. I would think, okay? yeah, you could take all of it out, start all over yeah. again. The yeah. thing is, they want you to keep it in there. They want you to right. use that for your next couple of bets, and that's how it goes, and that's how it all gets started. But hey, you hit a fourteen parley. That's outstanding. Yeah, and uh, again, look out! Look pow! out! Look out! Pow! <laughs> <laughs> That, you know what? Every time I win, we're going to play that from today. Hey, on man, board. from now on, yeah. anytime we win anything, we should play that. Look out! Know? Pow! Look out! There it is. <laughs> Boom! Pow! Um, so uh, I did some research on that last night, right? Oh, you yeah. told me that information is key. Chris Van Dyne, who's going to be on with us today at 6 o'clock, our professional handicapper, ncsports.com, gives us information. So after losing so many of these parlays, mm-hmm. Dallas Cowboys, right. screw you, Dak Prescott. Um, I started, you know what? I'm going to bet some parlays, and I'm going to do even more research than I did before. You have and to then do. Pick, pick the areas or the, the prop bets that I feel most confident about, and if there's only two of them, mm-hmm. I'm not going to try and stretch it to three to make a right. few extra bucks. I'm going to take the ones I felt good at. Okay, here's the deal. We're new to this because it was illegal in the state of Ohio. But right. if you go to Vegas and you see the Sharps, what is a Sharp? It's usually somebody who does this for a living. What do they know that we don't know? They study. It's no different than when you go to a racetrack and you see a guy studying, studying a racing form. What does he have that you don't have? He knows how to crunch those numbers. So there's really no difference. When you think about it, the information is the key. That information in that race form gives that guy a virtual leg up on anyone else who walks into the window and says, I want to place a wager on this horse to win, that horse to show, and whatever else. When we talk about knowing the information, when we talk to Chris Van Dyne all season long, the first thing I said at the beginning of the season is information is key. Now you look at this Cavs game last night. What do they keep telling us? Game time decision. Forget about Kevin Love. Nobody, you know, Kevin Love's in a funk anyway. But Donovan Mitchell is the key to this game. When you look at it and you say, okay, it was an eight and a half point line, what's yep. going to make you want go one way or the other? The way the Cavaliers play, and even worse, the way they play on the road, you may be tempted. It's a sucker's bet to bet that Houston Rockets, which is a horrible team if you watched that game last night. Cavaliers yep. could have beat them by 50 if they wanted to. But my point is this. Now you think in terms of the AFC-NFC championship game, and you look at the lines and how they change, and what do we see two days ago? Bengals are favored. Why? Patrick Mahomes' ankles busted up. Patrick Mahomes was videotaped practicing yesterday, and guess what? The Chiefs today are a two-point favorite. How about that? The information, though, would tell you if you study this injury, and if it is truly a high ankle sprain, we told you yesterday, four to six weeks to get healed. Up to maybe six months if it's really a bad sprain. But the problem is this. Somebody snuck out a little bit of video and everybody's jumping on it. You mean to tell me that if that's a high ankle sprain, if it doesn't get tweaked or in the heat of a game, that thing's Mm. not going to wear off if he was shot up? I got news for you. You either roll with the bangles or you lay off that game. Yeah, JT, and the thing that blows my mind is the accuracy most of the time, mm. of the guys who set the lines, okay? 
because I told you I was all excited I won. But do you know how much I was sweating it out last night for two reasons? <laughs> right. Number one, they're blowing them out, so I'm thinking, oh, shoot, I'm not going to get this because they're going to sit the guys and not play them, right? Yeah. And then I'm thinking, well, I'm going to come up like one rebound or one assist short. Well, check this out. The assist total that I, I was, you know, dealing with yesterday with Garland was eight and a half. I had to go mm-hmm. over under eight and a half. Yeah. I went over. He had nine. Yeah. So he got it by a half of an assist. Right. The the uh, Jared Allen rebound total was nine and mm-hmm. a half. He finished with ten. Right. He got it by a half rebound. And I didn't bet this, but I just looked it up. Garland's over under point total yesterday, if you wanted to bet on it before the game started, was twenty five and a half. Guess how many points he scored yesterday? I- Gonna say 25, 24? 26. Oh, he went over. He got it by a I didn't half. Look. So he went over uh, his assists and points by a half on each, and Allen by a half on a yeah. rebound. But you know what? In uh, the, mm-hmm. the gambling world, that's all you all need, right. and I cash in a nice $35 winner. Let me ask you this. And this yeah. is what everybody talks about. They like to look at it and say, coincidence or not? These guys, you've got a buddy that's a rocket scientist, right? Yep. Ask him how hard this is to calculate. <laughs> Seriously, will. because yeah. you look at it every time. You know, how would they? How do they know? Well, how do they know? Because they crunch numbers, man, and they do it better than anyone, and they do it all day, every day. My problem is going to be this moving forward. Now that you've got this into every state, but I believe twelve, will it affect the lines? And if it does, then it's going to be like the wild, wild west, and nobody's really going to know unless you have the information which way to wager. And it really when the when the lines move, that means the money has moved, right? Yep. Where does money usually move? Usually moves with what we call the wise guys, the sharps, okay? And then you got a guy like this, Mattress Mac. And Mattress Mac, I have to believe it's one of two things. Obviously, we know it's an advertising ploy to sell more furniture, correct? Yes. But do you really think that he wants to wager two or three million dollars to lose it? No, not at all. But it depends on what he gets in return. But my point right. is this, Kenny. Yeah. He affects the point spread. The more he money he puts on a game, that affects mm. the point spread one way or the other. If he ruins it for people like you and me that are trying to make just a regular wager once in a while, we follow him. We're going to lose. We're going to get sucked in and take teams like TCU. And what was the other one he made um, just last week? A Dallas. Yeah. Yep. I, yeah, I, I, again, I, after losing on Dallas once, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. I didn't go down that road. But here's the thing. He's hedging his bet, JT, because if he wins, he wins the money. If he loses, he, he sells, sells furniture. more furniture. Right. right? So he, he's making up for it, it almost account. evenly, right? So you, that for him, it's genius. I get it. But, again, you have to take into account that that's what he's doing. But at the same time, he's affecting the spread. If Mattress Mac places a wager and I don't see it and I'm just going off the numbers – I, I mean, what are you going to do now when that line in that Chiefs game has moved how many times in the last oh, week? How do you God. know who to go with? I, I, you stay away from it as far as I'm concerned. Well, I, I'm here to tell you, and I'll share with you later on in the show, I have placed on the uh, AFC and NFC title games four wagers this weekend, all $5 w- bets, okay? And I'll tell you a little later on in the right. show – uh, which way I went with my bets? I've got. Uh, let's see here. I've got one. I've got two. I got three parlays and one straight up bet. 
mm-hmm. that I put $5 down on each of them, all four of them. So that's $20 I, I've wagered, JT, to win about $67 right. uh, on these uh, wagers. And I'll share with those mm-hmm. uh, with our listeners those wagers, what I bet on later in the show. We can look at it this way. Joe Burrow has beaten a healthy Patrick Mahomes before. Yep. Why yep. should that make any difference? I'm with you. Yeah, and it's Burrowhead Stadium, too, because he goes into there and wins uh, in Kansas City. So, um, yeah, we're going to talk again with Chris Van Dyne at 6, and I'll share my wagers later in the show. I think I'm on a roll, but pow! I got uh, say. four for four yesterday. Yeah. Make it good. Wake him up, big fellow. Wake him up. Look out, pow! <laughs> One thirteen ninety five Cavaliers left no doubt. Yes, how nice was that to have? Now here's the thing, I couldn't enjoy it. Oh, no. turn it up, Ryan. Yeah, I couldn't really enjoy it because I was waiting for my individual guys to do their things, but the Cavs blew them out. Yesterday. That was at least something to cheer for, something to root for while you're watching the game. That was the lousiest game I've ever seen. That was the most boring. I couldn't wait for it to be over. Cavs wow. game that I can remember. Wow, turn it up, Eric Brook. Working team. Look out! Look out! <laughs> that something was falling from the sky. Look out! What? Pow! Look out, pow! We need T-shirts. Look out. Pow. It's like watching the old Batman show, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. From the sky. Thunder from the sky. Where got that from there? From Batman. No. I have to ask him. Look Next out. time he's on, we got to ask him. Does he always do look out or is it just always pow? It's mostly just pow. Oh, look out. It's hysterical. Look out is I love better, it. though. Yeah, I love the look out look part out, of it. Look <laughs> from the sky. Brian, is there any way we can put that into... Born to run today. Look out, pal. Maybe oh, I was born to run. Look out, pal. <laughs> uh, Cavaliers, JT. Oh, man. What a great 30 day. and 20 on the year, okay? Guess yep. what they were last year after 15 You told days. us yesterday they're the same, which begs yep. to wonder, is this team better than they were last year? They still, ha- If they stay healthy, you have to imagine that they probably are, I would hope. You, you After what you gave up? To get Donovan Mitchell, you better be better than last year, right? I mean, you gave up, and I did the numbers. You ready for this? You gave up Lowry Markkinen. Pow! Okay, Lowry Markkinen. No, no, no. Look out, pow. Oh, my bad. Look out, pow. Look out, pow! (laughs) Lowry Markkinen, let's round up. He's averaging 25 points per game. All right, we'll just round that up, okay? Uh, 8.7 rebounds per game. Colin Sexton off the bench, 14.5 points per game. Uh, Ochai Abaji off the bench, 4 points per game. So you gave up 43 points, 12 rebounds, 5 assists per game, and you got back 28 points, 5 uh, assists, mm. and 4 rebounds. So you're in. The, if you're looking at the differential, you're in the yeah. negative based on that trade. Well, a couple of things, though, come to mind. First and foremost, you didn't have a starter in the All-Star game. So let's, uh, let's, let's push okay. the brakes a little bit and say we love have, having Donovan Mitchell on this team. Right. But the other thing is this. Do you want to become a team with a superstar like the Philadelphia uh, 76ers and not be able to challenge for the East title? They may be able to. But nobody thinks they're going to take down Boston this year. You look at the Cavaliers and you say, that's a good young team. They can only get better. But the question's going to be this. 
How? Not pow, how? If you can't make any adjustments and if you can't tweak this lineup at the All-Star break, if you can't do it now, how can you do it in the offseason? You're going to have to develop somebody. Hopefully it's Dean Wade and Isaac Okoro. Well, Dean Wade had a decent game yesterday. And, again, you got to remember he's coming back mm-hmm. from injury. So is Ricky Rubio. So they're still getting their timing, uh, their rhythm, their wind, and everything like that. But if you and I were talking before the show, if Dean Wade can be the starter on the wing for this team at the three, right, and mm-hmm. get you ten points a game, just ten. Nice, nice. And, and you can move Isaac Okoro to the bench so when he comes in he's playing against other guys that stink, okay, um, and uh, you get Ricky Rubio back to, you know, close to what he was a year ago, that bolsters the bench, and then maybe instead of trading for a starting mm-hmm. three, you're trading for just a scorer off the bench mm-hmm. to uh, complement Karis LeVert and whoever else coming off the bench, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Unless you have to trade Karis LeVert uh, in the package in order to you know to get that guy. But I'm I'm okay if that's the case. They're going to want to trade Karis LeVert because of the expiring contract, and I'm fine with that. As long as these guys can answer the bell with the second unit. You're not going to expect him to start as much as he has. Now he's had to start because Donovan Mitchell is injured. Yes. Yeah, and Donovan Mitchell, I don't expect him to play tonight. It'd be stupid to play. Had they lost last night, maybe you play him tonight, right? But tonight, you give him that extra day's rest because, mm-hmm. JT, I looked it up. Check it out, man. Sunday, Clippers at home. Yep. Tuesday, Heat at home. Thursday, John Morant in Memphis at home. You've got three huge games coming up mm-hmm. uh, on your home floor. Rest him tonight. Don't be tempted to play him tonight. I know OKC's almost 500. they right. got a decent team. You know what, go in with what you played from last night. Those guys didn't have to play a full game. They got to rest some and see what Mm -hmm. happens and then come home and take care of business, take two out of three of those next three games. Well, you're a road dog. So, obviously, Vegas thinks that you're going to lose this game anyway. The problem with the Cavaliers is, in the standings, you're trying to hold off Miami. And the thing is, you want to be a playoff team. You don't want to have to be in the play-in. At what time do they, I don't want to say push the panic button, but at what point in time do they have to start really balling? I don't know. Good question. Yeah, I, I, I don't know when that is. And so from, uh, you know, the, the standpoint of the Eastern Conference, every game is important. Think about it. Mm-hmm. You could lose one game like Golden State that ends up costing you sixth place, and instead you're in yep. the play-in tournament as a seventh seed, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So every game means something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know that's, you know, boom, there it is, a John Madden statement. But it, it's so true in the Eastern Conference. <laughs> Tony Romo, three scores is better than being up by two scores. Is that is that what yeah. you're trying to do? I, I, oh, by the way, speaking to of say. Tony Romo, today's yeah. Chris Collinsworth's birthday. Oh. <laughs> yeah, your guy. Yeah, my guy. That, Happy birthday, Chris. Yeah, that's your guy. So there was the birthday wish today. Mm. Uh, how, what's that make his son, uh, uh, Jack Collins? How old is Jack Collins? The, the better of the two. That's what it makes him. The better broadcaster of the two, in my Play opinion. The most annoying sound in the world. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He has just huge thighs and just a powerful-looking guy, and he has the finesse. I wish you could just shut your big <laughs> yapper. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, a lot of people don't like a lot of announcers, and I get that, and they probably don't like us either sometimes. Yeah. But for whatever reason, it's just, to me, it's like nails on a chalkboard. See, I don't mind Collinsworth. Oh. Romo is starting Ooh, to annoy me Romo. Now, more so than Collinsworth, right? You know who I really enjoy? Who? I enjoy Troy Aikman. I think he's outstanding. I do, too. Classy guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what made Tony Romo? I'll never forget it. It was the playoff game when the uh, Patriots 
were at Arrowhead, and Tom Brady beat Patrick Mahomes, and he was calling out formations and plays. Any quarterback would do so, but these commentators weren't doing it. And yeah. he caught it, and they were like, did you see what Romo just did? He just called a play. He, he from the booth, called yeah. the audible, and it was exactly what Tom Brady did, and people were in awe. And it made him the next, you know, big thing in broadcasting, and that's where he got his, basically, his meal ticket from. You're seeing Aikman do it a little bit more now. You don't see too many. You don't see the Herb Streets of the world doing it as much. But it was really something else because none of us had ever seen it. We hadn't heard it before. You get a guy like Spielman in the booth. What are they doing? Well, they need to play a little bit tougher. Look, you think? We know what they need to do. He's telling us what they're going to do. That's the difference. Mm -hmm. Remember the analyst? You're supposed to analyze the play that just happened. Romo was giving you information before the play happened. And that's really what made him, you know, stand out and – um, he gets $18 million a year for doing that. Wow. That's his salary. That's more than I think he made ever as a quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, right. a starting quarterback for the Dallas That's Cowboys. That's amazing, and when you think about it, he's still a better quarterback right now than Dak Prescott. Wow. Man, that, that's that, they're they're piling on Dak. Did you see Dak Prescott? Jerry Jones threw him under the bus, and then his girlfriend threw him under the pu- bus. She broke up with him. Dak Prescott. Well, she didn't throw him under the bus. She threw him over that sleep member bed that he sleeps on. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait so a minute! I just thought of something. If Dak what? Prescott loses that game at the 49ers, does he do too many television commercials like Baker Mayfield did? Is that one of the downfalls? No, you could say that uh, maybe quarterbacking isn't the most important thing, uh, you know, in his life, uh, making money off the the field as well. How about Tony Romo signed a 10-year, $180 million contract with CBS in 2020? Get him while it's hot. Go ahead. Hey, take it, man. Take it while you can. Yeah, trust me. I I know missed opportunities come back to haunt you if you don't grab them when you have the chance. The guy calling Josh Allen the alien? Who's that? It was Romo. Romo. Him the alien? He's really? done it two weeks know. in a row. He's an alien. What are you talking about? Josh Allen's an alien. A- Josh Allen's an alien. That's not right. What are you talking about? We're tight pants people walking around all day as an alien. Flashing That's your aliens right. and calling home and whatnot. You're, you're from out of this world, Josh Allen. Um, yeah, he. I liked it at first. Then it's like, okay, I can handle it. Then it's like, oh, it's becoming way too much. And, and you know who does it great? Tony Romo and Jim Nance. Who? My buddy Frank Caliendo's oh, got those guys down to a T now. The problem with these guys, and the Collinsworth as well, Tony. they try to upstage the game. Let the game play out. We know what we're watching. Nobody's listening to you to hear you talk about what they did wrong or what they did right. I understand you have to be in there because it's a two-man uh, broadcast group. But just be there and just lend what you need to to the broadcast. Don't don't invent nicknames. We don't need any more Chris Bermans and all these nicknames and whatnot. That's twice now. Look out, pal! That's something that, different. That's what we need more that's of what we right need. there. That is a definite, That's right. Man. Don't give him a nickname. Absolutely. Just tell him to get <laughs> out of the way and pow, whacked! <laughs> Look out! <laughs> Josh Allen's about to be sacked. Look out! Mr. Tuckman. Oh, that's a, that's a Fredism right there. Got to rest his soul. Have you seen, besides Dak Prescott getting thrown under the bus, Who else? have you seen the video memes and gifts of um, Ezekiel Elliott 
getting just roasted for snapping the ball as the center on that last play. Dude got pummeled. You heard what he did afterwards, too. He's willing to take a pay cut to stay with the Cowboys. Did he? I didn't know he said Mm -hmm. that. Well, there he is. I'm watching. Oh, he just got dump trucked, man. I still don't understand that play. I don't get it. I, I don't know if by him snapping the ball that made him eligible. He's ineligible if I, well... If he's the center, I oh, think he's ineligible you know, I was, because he's here, covered. Hold on, if right. he, if he's if he's not covered on the end, then he's yeah. eligible. Here's why they did this. I read after. I forgot this. I read afterwards. They announced everybody um, that was eligible. Right. But what they did was they wanted eleven guys on the field mm-hmm. who could run with the football after the lateral. Okay, mm-hmm. so if you put the big guys out okay. there, the real offensive linemen, they're not going to be able to break right. tackles. So by putting Zeke at center and snapping it, once he gets pummeled, he gets back up. If he's able to catch a lateral, then he's okay. has a better chance of scoring than a 300-pound offensive So he's lineman. probably ineligible as a pass catcher, Yes, but he can get yes. back into the play if he didn't get put on his behind. Yeah, Almost and they could lateral back to him. So I think what was supposed to happen there is he wasn't supposed to get drilled like that, and then he runs downfield after the pass is thrown, and they lateral it back to yeah. Zeke, and therefore you have 11 guys that can make people miss good speed and possibly throw score as opposed Mary. to just having five of them. Just take your chance and throw the Hail Mary. I watched on today, somebody sent it out for whatever reason, um, a highlight from when... Ben Roethlisberger played at Miami, and he threw a Hail Mary pass 70 yards, and they scored to win a game when he was a senior at Miami University. Mm. They showed it. He threw it from the 30-yard line, okay? That was a problem. And the guy catches it in the end zone. That was a problem with the Cowboys. The the play before was ruled incomplete because the receiver went out of bounds, so they were on about their own, I want to say, 15-yard line. Yeah, it was – it was, let's see, They he snapped it from the 24, mm-hmm. and Dak catches it at about the 19-yard yeah, line. Terrible. So that's almost impossible for a Hail Mary. But Ben threw it 70 yards in the air, and it worked uh, when he was a senior in college at Miami University. All right, break time for us. Plenty more to come your way today. Scott Petrack with the latest on the Browns. We're hoping to have Brian Windhorst at 5 o'clock to talk about the Cavs at 30 and 20, the trade deadline. Donovan Mitchell's an all-star. We'll tell you who else got voted in as starters in the NBA all-star game. And our professional handicapper, Chris Van Dyne, with the latest on the AFC and NFC championship bets. Stay with us. Look out, pal! It's Kenny and JT on WHBC.